Welcome to Just One More Story, a weekly podcast featuring unique and interesting stories that are inspired by true and personal events. Some are thinking, why should I listen to this podcast? Well, to be perfectly honest, who better to tell a story than the person that wrote it? And in this case, that writer is me, your host, George Walters. With that, let's get started. Hi folks, thanks for joining me. I had an email the other day with a lady saying that her husband and her can't wait until Fridays to arrive so that they can listen to my podcast. She went on to say that she loves to hear my stories and enjoys my bit of humor, which I usually add leading up to the story of the day. Well, all I can say is thanks, and thanks for letting me know. I'm glad you're enjoying them. Actually, while I'm on the subject of folks getting in touch with me, I would like to take a minute and thank all of you for your emails, reviews, letters, and phone calls. Truth be told, I should be doing it more often. It's just that I have so much on the go these days that I just don't get around to doing everything that I should. At any rate, I do appreciate all your comments and things, and they do mean a lot to me. The subject today, before the story that I have lined up for you, is about being afraid. Afraid of certain things that sometimes isn't warranted. Fear has an important place in our lives, no denying that, as it has been saving our lives for thousands of years. But it also can hold us back. Getting up there in years, I have found that we don't have to live in constant fear, or should we? In all sincerity, most fears today leads to stress and anxiety, which makes our lives more complicated. Truth be told, dealing with stress can become more of a health issue than the thing we actually fear. Which brings me up to the story today. It's an interesting story about a young feller that takes it upon himself to overcome an obstacle that you could say caused him a lot of inconvenience. I hope you enjoy An Unforeseen Friend. I would have to say that growing up on a farm made me aware of many species. There is one that I dislike the most, though, which is the spider. There were many years when seeing a spider inside the house, I would either step on it or gather it up and put it outside. To be honest, most of the time it never seen the outside again. The story today, though, took place many years ago, when I was a young lad while doing my chores one day inside the barn. That's when my feelings toward them hairy things changed. Thinking about things, it was a warm morning, the sun was shining, and I was sitting on a bale of straw, talking to my horse Jenny, just outside her pen. I enjoyed chatting to her, as it seemed that she knew exactly what I was saying. I suppose, if nothing else, she was someone to load my troubles to. Well, sitting there talking and looking out the window in the barn, I happened to notice a spider crawling up on top of the windowsill. My first notion was to knock it down and throw it outside where it belonged, or at least that's where I thought it should go. Just as I was about to get up, I noticed that it must have made a mistake in his judgment as it fell off the sill and down onto the floor. I was almost positive that it wasn't hurt too bad as it landed on a pile of straw. To make sure, though, I picked up a twig that was laying nearby and gave it a poke, and in doing so, it uprighted itself and grasped it onto the stick. 
I was going to shake it off when in one quick motion it jumped right onto my hand. <laughs> my first instinct was to holler and shake it off, but being a bit afraid to move, I just stood there allowing it to do whatever. The thing I was worried about was it biting me, but in just a few short seconds I soon realized that it was about as scared of me as I was of her. As I stood there looking at her, I came to the conclusion that, even though she didn't look very pretty in a spider sort of way, there was something that I liked. Sitting on my hand, she felt soft, and looking at her, I had a feeling of warmth come over me. For the first time in my life, I kind of felt an attachment to the scary-looking critter. I decided then to move my hand up to the windowsill, and in doing so, it swung around and walked off my hand. There she sat, looking at me as if to say, thanks for the lift. Then after watching me, she started to weave her web. I noticed that the first one she strung out, which is amazingly how they do it, was not without problems. So that got me to thinking, and maybe I could give her a hand. With that, I reached over and took Jenny's tail and pulled out a long piece of hair. In doing so, Jenny's Heads had moved around, and her big eyes were as big as saucers. Looking into them eyes of hers, she seemed to be saying, Watch it there, buddy. That their hair was attached, you know. I told her that I was sorry, but it was going to go for a good cause. She still didn't look very happy. With that, I took the long strand of hair, hooked it at the top of, in the center of the window, and let it hang down. I then went and sat back down on the bale of straw and waited to see what the spider would do. To my amazement, within a minute or two, she crawled down the hair to the center of it and then jumped from the center over to the one side of the window frame, spurting out a fine piece of silk as she went. From there, she went back doing the same about an inch down, and within a few minutes, she had silk strands going from all four corners of the window back to the center. A short time later, she started to weave her web in a circle from the center out. Anyways, I couldn't finish watching her as I had to go for breakfast. But when I came back later on in the day, to my amazement, she had built the largest web I've ever seen. Hanging in front of the window with the sun shining through it, it seemed to take on the look of a beautiful portrait. Walking over a bit closer, I spotted the spider sitting in the center of the web. And as I came up even closer, she moved as if to get a better look at me. I then reached out and put my hand near her, and with that, she jumped right onto it. Once I knew she was securely attached to my hand, I walked over to the bale of straw, sat down, and for a few minutes we had a great old chat. One-sided, of course. But nonetheless, it seemed to me at the time that she was listening as Jenny did to every word I was saying. A few minutes later, I carried her back to her web with no effort at all. She jumped back to where I had found her. For the next couple months, every day that I came into the barn, she would come to me without fear. I had made a new friend. The time came that one morning she was nowhere to be found. At first, I was a bit sad, knowing I would probably never see her again. But then I soon realized that she might be gone in part, but her memories would never be. I learned a lot from that hairy old spider, patience being the biggest, and to watch her repair her web and how easily she went about it was sure a sight to behold. The way she moved so gracefully 
with such ease among her strands, knowing which ones were dry and what ones were sticky, relying solely on instinct. Well, it was simply amazing. The contentment I got each day from just sitting and watching her was something that I could never repay. So, the next time you see a hairy old spider crawling up the wall, instead of killing it or moving it outside, why not walk over and say hello? Hey, you never know. She might become your best friend. It should also be noted that most spiders can't hurt you, and the few that can hurt you, for most parts, have no interest in doing so. Two said, a spider knows better than to get in a fight with you, so even the most dangerous of them would rather just avoid you altogether. Take care, my friends, and stay safe in these trying times. That's it for today, folks. But before I go, I would like to mention that all my stories are also available in books. We have seven books to choose from, and each book has over 50 short stories. The titles of the books are One More Story, Moments in Time, Paths We Choose, Times Changing, Keep Turning Pages, Join Me in the Garden, and Nature's Gateway to Health. All of our books are available on Amazon.ca or Amazon.com in ebooks or paperback. If you would like more information regarding my books or podcasts, you can email me at any time at stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll say that one more time. Stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll get back to you. You can also listen to my podcasts on Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, CastBox, The Walters Post, and Google Home. Just say, hey Google, play Just One More Story by George Walters. And if you enjoy my podcast, share them with others or tell a friend. In doing so, it will help me make more podcasts for all to enjoy. And finally, I would like to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to tune in every Friday for a new episode of Just One More Story by George Walters.